scrimmage. Here's Cora. Casuals to Degenerates podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me, as always, we never skip a week like last week. Nope, not us. Jacob Belleville and Air Tweet. Welcome back, guys. Pew, Thank pew, pew. Me. Thank you for having me. Pew, pew. Uh, yeah, we're back. We're back. We're boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. <laughs> this is too, too, too early, Tweet. I, I don't have the sounder ready for that. I don't have any of that stuff, but uh, yeah, it was a crazy week last week. Uh, I was supposed to uh, play volleyball. Uh, I ended up getting sick. Didn't bother telling you guys because I already said I was out. Jacob's sick. I'm like, well, I'm sick either way. And then tweet. He said, I don't want to. I don't want to talk at all about college fantasy football because I lost to Chad, and Chad is our new champion for this year. Tweet, you sold out everything uh, to go win this year. You come up short. Was it worth it? I don't even know who this champion is that you're calling a champion. I don't even know who he is. Like, Is he, he even in our you, league? He wants you to recognize him. He has requested that you recognize him as our champion. You know what? I, you know what? I, I ain't recognizing shit. Uh, I've got uh, some beef to pick with Omari and Hampton and Tez Walker. Um, North Carolina just didn't show up for me. Uh, really, for all the love you've been showing North Carolina, uh, with yeah. their music, yeah. Uh, PD Pablo is going down the drain, uh, just because because uh, of that weekend. But you know, I I think I'm still the champion. I think I still got the dub uh, in my heart. In my mind, uh, you know, F Chad, F him. We'll see how he does next year because he ain't got he ain't got shit. Okay, settle down there, Southern Bear. He has so many future insurance salesmen on his team. <laughs> Elite. Hey, but if you if you want to win a college you. if you want to win a college championship, you go out there and you get those. Those insurance guys. You want those guys that are going to work for Northwestern Mutual. Yes. Not a sponsor. <clears throat> but uh, 
I think Chad's going to say it was worth it to get that championship. Hey, he, you know, he had a process. He followed it. He, he got a championship. So congratulations, Chad. Tweet, would you like to say congratulations to him? Who? All right. Make sure you go rate, give us a review, and download. Obviously, you've listened to this part, so you can stop here. Just go make sure you download. Uh, give us a five-star review. Uh, you can stop listening if you want. We just need the reviews and uh, the downloads. So if you don't like it, too bad. We'll be better next week. I'm sure of it. If we're around, we'll see. Okay, we usually have a quick hitter, but we had something planned for last week that we were not able to do. Jacob, will you take it away? Sure. We're going to call this a new segment. This is called Things I've Said, where I will give clues of something that someone has said, and you have to guess who it is. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Oh, man. I... I'm, uh, I got to go deep in my, my memory bank, but uh, I'm pretty sure uh, that it's going to be Bill Belichick. It's not. <laughs> what is this? Guy? Oh, that wasn't the quote? Okay, sorry. Excuse All right, me. so things I've said. I'm thrilled Malik Willis didn't go round one. I mean... Be could be me. This could be me. I mean, known Malik Willis hater. Brett, because he got him for cheap. Ooh. All right. Those are two misses. Okay. Ooh. Let's continue. Javante Barnes is a better NFL prospect than Quinshawn Judkins. Who's does Javante Barnes play basketball? Early <laughs> back, he, Oklahoma. I don't wow. think he played much of anything this year. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I'm starting to narrow it down. That one will give it away. Hmm. Donovan Edwards is a better NFL prospect than Quinshawn Judkins. Okay, well, I can't imagine it's you, Jacob, because Quinshawn Judkins is on your team, and you would not talk. Oh, he used to be. He used to be on your team. Sure. And I'm a big believer, so. Okay, and. And then tweet, it's probably not you because you traded for him, so you're probably leaving him. Okay. I feel like I'm playing the guess who. Guess who? Uh, Does this person wear a hat? Sometimes. Okay. Well, well. sometimes that's an extra clue, though. All right. All right. Sorry. Are you locking in or not? I'm locking it in. I'm locking it in. I'm out. I, I've got to hear one more clue. Okay. Mac Jones is a top 12 quarterback. Jesus Christ. Fucking who the f- It is Bill, Bill Belichick. Is it Mel Kiper? It's Bill Belichick. It's obviously Bill Belichick. Right. Bill Belichick. I had it right out the gates. <laughs> Do you What's need the final clue? clue? Give me one more. Ezekiel Elliott is a great receiving running back. He's looked pretty elite tonight. Once again, Bill Belichick. It's got <laughs> he, he's on the Patriots. This is all right. Final answer, Bill Belichick. Okay. Luke. It's it's Grim. It's gotta be Grim. It's actually Tim. Uh Tim. Oh, Tim. 
Not Bill. Tim the Tool Man Reaper. Yep. Okay. So there you go. That was, that was our Things I've Said segment. Next week, I'll pick someone new. All right. NCAA news. Uh, there. Okay. Do you guys want to start with a transfer portal, or do you guys want to start with the playoffs? Just hit playoffs first. Yeah, that playoffs. Playoffs. Talking about the playoffs. We're talking about right. playoffs. Did FSU get screwed, Jacob? Yes or no? I say yes. Tweet. They they went undefeated. Just put I them agree. in. I say yes, they went undefeated. So who do they get in over, in your opinion? Anyone with a loss. I agree. And I feel like Texas takes the cake over Alabama at that point. I in time. believe so. The, Texas uh, they, got the, they got the head to head win. Bama's out. Yep. Bama's out. SEC's Crazy. out. Oh, ESPN would never do that though. Hell no. So this you know, I talked about it in the chat, this just furthermore solidifies that the networks run the NCAA. They want the ratings, this and that. But you have to have Texas in there. Otherwise, you're saying that the heads-to-head don't matter. And what you've played all year doesn't matter. And then you have to... like, It upsets me because I hear on random especially espn but in random places like oh alabama you know they're just clicking at the right time and you know they're just playing good football what when was the auburn game that they bear like almost lost wasn't that just two weeks ago like yep did people already it's not a good auburn team did people already forget this it's they they well, haven't had before the week before they played like fucking Chattanooga State of the Blind like yeah it's uh they haven't been like doing great but I will say given what they have in front of them with Michigan I feel like they can move the ball better than Michigan like it's going to come down to line play and I think that because Michigan lost their center. I feel like Alabama's line in general is going to be slightly better and win against Michigan. But I agree. We'll find out. It, it uh, I definitely, yeah, I definitely think that FSU deserved to be in. Some people say defense wins championships and football is a team game. And just because you don't have a sexy quarterback slinging the ball, and you're going to have an Iowa-type offense out there, which actually is probably still better than Iowa, their defense is really good. So why do you leave what's, them out? What's the only defense in the nation that shut down LSU? It was Florida State. Yeah. Oh, but but the quarterback, uh, the quarterback, uh, which also is like their backup quarterback, granted, maybe not great. He missed the game because of a concussion. Probably going to be back in a month. Like, yeah, he'll be out there. Well, there's a lot of people like on you see him on ESPN and stuff talking about they're not a they're not one of the four best teams in the nation, 
It's like, what are you pointing to to actually prove that? Oh, the eye test, your eyes, your subjective measure of what a good football team looks like. That's my opinion. I, I mean, that's what I agree with. Alabama's has looked bad in multiple games this year. Georgia hasn't looked great in multiple games this year. Like, yeah. you're 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 out here saying that these guys are even the team. These guys are out there saying like Georgia still deserves to be in. They're a top four team. Like, how are they? Like, you can't you take the teams that won. And then take the head to head. That's that's as efficient as you can be in, in your ranking system and how you can do it. And you're you're a power five team that just went undefeated. Like you should just automatically be in. Correct. Now, if you've got five power five teams, then I get needing to do something like subjective. If you have five undefeated power five teams, yep. strike the schedule, now, do whatever. Now, thoughts on. I think I've stated on this podcast, as I get older, I'm 34, I'll be turning 35 in January. As Ooh. I get older, I believe more and more in conspiracy theories. The NCAA is ran by the networks because of money. What are, and, and who's on the playoff committee, right? There, there's people from Condoleezza Rice. Cuddly's right. You've got people from the ACC. You've got people like represented from the conferences. Well, there's a lot of conference realignment talk during the season. And there was a university that was jockeying to get into the playoffs that came out and said, we don't want to be a part of the ACC. We want to go join a different conference. We're going to take Clemson with us. La da da da. It wasn't like behind some closed door of, you know, boosters, this and that. It was like at a board of trustees or what. It was kind of in a public setting or somewhat public where all this information came out. What are the odds that the people in that room in the playoffs were a little butthurt? And it's like, you know what? who are these people to say, you know, they're just going to leave us. We get the choice. They're not going. And they, you know, the people for the ACC that are making those decisions are, yeah, they're not going. Give it to somebody else. I tend to believe there's some truth to it. Thoughts? I mean, I can believe that. Like, if if you already feel that it's a close call between who that fourth team is going to be, and then you're also like, uh, screw those guys. Yeah. So no one will ever say it until a 30 for 30 comes out. And I just, I don't you believe anybody. narrate that 30 for 30. I feel like I'd be a good narrator, you know. <laughs> and then Condoleezza Rice was there. And she voted for Alabama. I don't think you'd be that She's a real tight role. You got to enunciate better. Well, you know, I normally when you... Ah, but we're Midwesterners, so we just kind of run everything together. (laughs) All right. So that's our playoff talk. NCAA news. We're all Team Washington. That's who we're going to root for. That's, That's who this show wants to win the national championship. We've got well, we've got big 
Penix energy. We've got big Penix energy. Big Penix energy. Big Penix energy. Ruff, I believe it's Penix. Penix, I believe. Rough, rough. Go Huskies. All right. Uh, transfer portal. So I started down a rabbit hole. I was like, oh, I will like talk about people that are in our league who are rostered, who are in the transfer portal. And I got through the quarterbacks and about halfway through the running backs. I'm like, wow, this is a lot of work. I got then, like, already done a lot of work. I got like you know? five of my quarterbacks in the transfer portal. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing it. So I'm going to run through these very quickly and then give a recap at the end. So Riley Leonard, Jacob, Braden Shager, Luke, Cam Ward, Chad, Kyle McCord, Chad, uh, Tyler Show, Nate, he's now committed to Louisville, Louisville, Curtis Rorick, Jacob, Daquan Finn, Luke, Dante Moore, Chad, Taylor Green, Brett, Nate Johnson, Jacob, Drew Pine, Nate, Dylan Gabriel, Nate, MJ Morris, Jacob, Sam Levitt, Nate, DJU, Patrick, Aiden Childs, Nate, Will Rogers, Tweet, Will Howard, Chad, TV, Tyler Van Dyke, Tweet, uh, Grayson McCall, Grim, Running Backs in the Portal, Marcus Major, Corey, Michael Allen, Jacob, Sabangura, Luke, Reggie Love the Third, Nate, George Petaway, Brett, Marcus Carroll, Nate, EJ Smith, Nate, Frank Peasant, Chad, Tayshawn Ward, Ian, Cartavius Norris, Ian, Rocket Sanders, Luke, Nate Noel, Tweet, Trevor Etn, Ian, wide receivers, Chris Tyree, goes from Notre Dame to Virginia, Brett, Juice Wells, Jacob, Curtis DeVille, Jacob, uh, Trayvon Rudolph, Brett, Will Shepard, Patrick, Bo Collins, Tweet, Tobias Metherway, Merriweather, Tweet, Wesley Grimes, Grimm, Jared Brown, Grimm, Dion Burks, Nate, London Humphreys, Jacob, Jaden McCallan, Grimm, Andre Green Jr., Nate, Ja'Cory Brooks, Chad, tight end, Jaleel Skinner, Jacob, Michael Harrison, Patrick, Brady Hunt, Chad, Corey Deiches, Grimm, Tanner Kozol, Brett, and Jalen Conyers, Chad. Those are 45 of our guys that are in the transfer portal. Brett That's one full has, team. Brett has five of them. Grim five, Patrick three, Corey one, Ian three, Nate nine, Tweet five, Jacob nine, Luke four, and our reigning NCAA champion, Chad, with four. Woo. So first I want to talk about our league fantasy specific to the transfer portal. I want to highlight that Chad has eight. He is our, you know, our champion. Four of them are quarterbacks. You've got Cam Ward, going to be a starter somewhere. Kyle McCord, starter somewhere. Uh, Will Howard, he might go to the draft, but he might go somewhere. Um, who's his other guy? Dante Moore. You know, you get Dante Moore Maybe kind of hoping for this year. Maybe this is his year. Maybe he's got to learn a new playbook. Did you just waste another year? 
Chad's team could get considerably better based off where these guys go, or maybe considerably worse. Then you've got uh, Nate. I wanted I wanted to point out Nate's team. I don't know why. I did these notes earlier during the week, um, but he's properly rated. Uh, he's not an underdog. He's not overlooked. He's properly rated. But you got Dylan Gabriel. Where does he go? Then you've got, uh, let's see here. Who else? Marcus Carroll. He was your you know G5 darling. I don't know how that turns out. You've got Reggie Love the third. Probably don't know what he's he's gonna do. You got Aiden Childs, Sam Levitt, guys, Austin Novosad. You've got guys that you know are your future at quarterback. That are they gonna make your team better? Like, are they gonna play this year? Are they not? Are they gonna sit behind another guy? What's gonna happen there? That's that's what I really wanted to to talk about and point out because I was, you know, you, you 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 draft these quarterbacks as freshmen because this is the cheapest you're ever going to get them. But now with a transfer portal, now we get into the real transfer portal talk. How long before we see these quarterbacks? We used to have them sit for a year, then they play. Are they now sitting like two or three years? Are they coming in and then getting upset and then transferring out and then wasting another year? And how do we see this transfer portal working out for quarterbacks in particular right now? Jacob, any thoughts? Um, I I don't think any like elite quarterback option is transferring. Just. Period. I mean, obviously things aren't going perfect. Dylan Gabriel? Is this going to be a sixth year? But I think he'll be a CFF guy. Maybe not that. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, lifetime value of a player. Right. Like, like, if Arch was hitting the transfer portal because Quinn Ewers was coming back to Texas, like, say that that's the case, then automatically I don't think – it's almost an admission that he can't beat out Quinn Ewers in a year. Yeah. Um, That's so, I mean, anybody hitting the portal, I generally think that. Are they soft because they, they're running from competition or are they smart because they want to get money? Not only that, but like they're leaving because things aren't going great. The situation do, you NFL, do you think NFL's teams will take that into account when they do their background of like, oh, why did you leave? Oh, you don't got that dog. The, the NFL doesn't care half the time with some people, and then other players, they care about it. So I don't know. So, so I, you know, I kind of agree with you. Like, It's like yeah. Riley Leonard. Like, I'm just looking at Riley Leonard. He's definitely going to a more prestigious program. He's probably getting more money. But, like, this last season, it didn't go good. No. But so here's my only thing that I would counteract with what you're saying is, is, like, if you you look at a lot of the top-tier prospects that are either coming out this year or that have come out, they've all been transfers. Um, Drake May, transfer. Drake May not, but Caleb oh. Williams is. Um, okay, sort of. You, if you, if you, Marvin you Harrison. To, you can go back Marvin to Marvin Harrison. Harrison. Marvin Harrison transfer. 
Oh, I'm talking I'm talking quarterbacks. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Joe- a lot of you, a lot of your quarterbacks. Like, if we're talking just straight quarterbacks, a lot of your quarterbacks that are in the NFL that are playing have been a part of the transfer world. Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. Now we're gonna see Caleb Williams coming out of that like world. Like Bryce I Young. Think, um, I don't think it's gonna be uncommon. CJ Stroud. I don't, but I don't Rob think it's Purdy. gonna be uncommon. Are you just sneaking Mitch Bryce? Are you just sneaking Bryce Young in there? <laughs> yeah, he's he's trying to justify that trade from last year. I mean, listen, I just, I just I, think it's gonna it's gonna continue to happen. Yeah, quarterback, <laughs> quarterback is also weird because obviously being an early declarer is always better at any position. But if there's one position where you don't necessarily need to be an early declarer, it's definitely quarterback. Well, isn't it Bill Parcells' model? It's like, oh, you want the quarterback to play as many games as possible so they can, you know, develop. Well, yeah, because it, it is about reps. So, I guess my question now, let's say hypothetically, you are a college football coach, and you are in the Power Five conference, and you go undefeated, you win your conference championship, but you get snubbed from the playoffs because you don't have quarterback how many quarterbacks should you be recruiting should you be always getting a transfer quarterback should you be recruiting like two like usually these these teams are are getting that one quarterback and then that quarterback kind of does little recruiting themselves to get guys to come should you be trying to get like one transfer and two freshmen or three freshmen because you know one of them is going to leave anyways maybe two of them but you need to have somebody around and if somebody does get hurt we need to have somebody as a backup so we can make the playoffs what why but why would the committee think that 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 backup is any good if they're not playing they have no stats i mean at one point iowa fans were pretty excited to get deacon hill back there what what do you think the committee, this is, you know, just hypotheticals. What, what does the committee think if their backup quarterback is like Jalen Rashada or Dante Moore, you know, somebody like that. Do you think they're big name brand? Yeah. Like, what do do you think they're like, Oh, well he, he could be something and he's a hot name and, People will still watch. No, I, I so, don't think I don't think he's going to supersede the. If you look at this year, like the Alabama name, Nick Saban name, even if he was a backup, one of those guys were. Especially with no reps. I could see. I could see maybe, but at the same time, with college practices being so regimented on like how many hours a week you can practice, all that kind of stuff, they're not going to give those reps to the backup. All those reps go to the starter, unless yep. you have a true quarterback competition. Like you're, you're talking about the backup getting twenty percent of the reps. And now, again, more, more real football talk. Uh, apparently, these quarterbacks in the transfer portal are, you know, commanding one to two million dollars. You know, for your big, big names. How do I get multiple quarterbacks on my team if I'm a Iowa State? 
like how how do you manage your nil financials and knowing i know jacob just got two million dollars to be our quarterback well i think i deserve two million dollars like i think this is going to be really hard for college teams to have you know this money for collectives iowa i think came out last week and said hey we've got 20 million dollars a year for nil to be competitive like to kind of i guess not even be competitive to be where we are today we need another 20 million dollars a year so we need 40 million a year to and if we don't we're gonna fall behind i think you're just gonna see people fall behind yeah and i don't think they hit 20 this year did they i, I don't know like, if they did or not like eight yeah. like, so i was state sitting at like three million so we can get we can either go get one quarterback or we can recruit them and then retain them because they enjoy our university our five-star culture and america the development i just in the hilton I, magic i think i literally come, think to, a, come to a basketball game we'll get the hilton magic in you this NIL is for sure going to leave teams in the dust. And it's going to be the Iowa's, the Iowa State's, these Midwest teams that are not getting these the huge money. Like, we're, if you can't see the writing on the wall, we're going to get left in the dust. There's no if and buts. But that's not like the only motivating factor for a lot of different student athletes. I, I agree. 100%. Now, if we can't pay them anything, like if we're like, no, we're broke. Like we have zero. What if, we're Texas, what if we're Texas A&M and I promise you money and I don't and I don't deliver? Then you leave. I mean, I mean, yeah. like we've got universities, collectives, however it's working, saying you know we're going to pay you this much money, and you've got more than one kid at different universities saying I'm not getting what I'm told I'm supposed to be getting. So I go to the transfer portal and Jacob's recruiting me, and he says he's going to give me. $2 million to come quarterback there. That sounds pretty good. Tweet says, I'm going to give you $2 million. All right, I picked Tweet School. Well, Tweet doesn't ever pay me. Like, well, here's I find that also interesting. Well, here's the other thing. These collectives are separate from the universities. Correct. There are a lot of universities and their athletic directors that do not communicate with the collective. Yep. So, like, how are you going to promise a kid money but we're not even interested as a team in that kid. So, so the other thing is, is like I'm finding crazy is they're promising this money before these players are even saying they're going, going into the portal. Yes. There's a bunch of background talk, like, and I, I understand that, but like this money's being promised to like Cam Ward who had never even come out and said anything about the portal. And they're saying he's going to get 2 million or whatever. Like, there's a lot of like talk before these guys even put their name in and then they put their name in assuming they're getting this money because of this massive talk. And then, and you know what, what happens when Cam Ward, put, nothing. you know what happens when Cam Ward puts his name in there? He relinquishes his scholarship to play at Washington state university. Washington state university now has another scholarship available to spend on another kid. Yep. Oh, I didn't I think, go where I thought I was going to go. Can I come back? No. Or, yeah, you can, but your scholarship's gone. You're going to come back, and you don't have a scholarship. The colleges don't have to 
you know, grant that scholarship back to that player. Once you go in that transfer portal, your scholarship is gone. And I think that's what we're going to start seeing is these guys are getting all this hype and all this talk and they throw their name in the hat and then they're like, well, shit, uh, I kind of need to go back to where I was. Like, and like, obviously well, this is year two. There's, of it, there's literally like 55 quarterbacks in the transfer portal right now. It's insane. You got 133 what Division One programs. Um, sorry, but some of you are going G five. Like some where, of you, some of you misread the tea leaves. Like where where do I go if I am Braden Shager? I'm the Hawaii quarterback. Back where, to Hawaii. What, back to Hawaii, where you got to pay tuition. Well, like 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 where? What am I doing? Say Bangura. Where do I go from Ohio? Youngstown. Yeah. Nor- Northern Illinois. Like, realistically, what do I – like, what – Well, I, that's what I, 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 I don't see it. Are these guys even, like, upping, like, going anywhere where they're getting <laughs> – They're well, not getting any – I get why some of them are going to try to do it, especially the G5 guys. They want to try to get into the bigger-name programs – to try to continue building an NFL draft name, which makes sense. But a lot of them, it seems like these smaller guys, like <laughs> they're reading the room wrong. Just stay with where you're at and you may get more traction building your stats up there for NFL talent than going to a power five and just really getting raked over the coals, maybe not even starting, not even playing. Like, I think that's part of the problem with a lot of these G5 guys. Well, and then I think it was like a year and a half ago when we were talking about the Nico Ayamaliava getting $8 million from Tennessee. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that I talked about was like, why would you pay somebody who's like an unproven commodity that much money when you can just go get Dylan Gabriel? Like for your program. I think teams have seen that now. But here's the problem. I don't know if universities and NIL collectives are actually communicating. So are these players being told that they'll get $2 million to come to this school and then that the actual like coaches are not on board with like that player starting even. Dylan Gabriel to UCF would be fire. I think (laughs) just electric, just, Back and forth. But, Ohio needs so, quarterback now. Okay, so you bring up Ohio. So I, I reached out to uh, a source that I have at Ohio. I'm like, what is happening? And what I am told is that they have a lot of their defense that is leap, like graduating. And some of their line offensive linemen are graduating. Curtis Rorick... He wants to go to the NFL. Is he going to do that behind what offensive line is going to be there next year? Probably not. Let me go try something else because I probably can't hurt myself more than I can. Yeah. And a lot of people, skill position-wise and whatnot, like, hey, I get this free transfer and maybe I've only got a year left. I'm going to, I don't want to be a part of a rebuild and I don't want to be just be average or bad in the Mac. I'm going to go somewhere else. 
That's what I was told. I could see that, but he could also do what his brother did and go to the CFL and then get onto an NFL roster. Because word on the street is that he was going to be eyed for the number one pick in the CFL. Yeah, so go get paid for a few years, put some stuff on tape, and go to the NFL. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're only making like sixty grand, I think, a player. But what if tweet? What if I told you there are rumors going around? There, you know, there are prominent CFF NCAA guys that could go in the first round this year that are going to get paid NIL money, first round NIL money to stay. What are your thoughts around that tweet? I mean, do you want to beat Michigan or do you want to go make your hay in the NFL? You well, tell me. If we're talking yeah. about some players at Ohio State, they were both there when they lost to Michigan twice. Uh, and I would prefer <laughs> to uh, probably go make money in the NFL and just go ahead and do that. Uh I don't understand the talk. A lot of it's been around Harrison, obviously. What is uh, the talk, Tweet? What is the talk? Tell us about the talk. So what they're saying is he's mulling over, um, staying at Who? Ohio State. Mr. Harrison Jr. And? Is it uh, Henderson, too? Yeah, Travion Henderson. Which I don't understand the Travion thing. He's making like $700,000, like. Second-round pick can make more than that, I'm pretty sure. But probably uh, like a fourth-round pick. Well, we'll see what happens. I think Arizona goes high and tight with him. Uh, no, I, I it just the talk is, is these guys will stick around uh, or are mulling over sticking around because they lost to Michigan two times, and they, they can make NIL money. I mean, they're saying Harrison Jr. is – up to $25 million next year because of his name, you know, Maserati. Maserati. <laughs> Marv. Marv. <laughs> uh, but uh, so I, I don't know, like, do you stick around? Do you go? I'm, I'm off to the NFL. First of all, I don't have a starting quarterback anymore. I mean, let's not act like Devin Brown's going to be that guy. Um, so what good is Marvin Harrison Jr. if Devin Brown isn't that guy? Not any good. Just the most fraudulent Heisman finalist I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't disagree. It's what so I was listening. You know what? You know what? Your name gets you a long ways. It's not. It's not what you know. It's who you know. I How many it. yards did he have? Listen, he's a he's a great player, but like the stats do not warrant Heisman finalist. How, how many yards did he have? I think he's at like twelve hundred right now. My fucking God. My boy Tez Johnson was like 300 behind him. That's for a guy that was going to be a, a dud. That's pretty good. No, I'm just saying like for Devonta Smith to win the Heisman, he had to have almost 2000 yards. Correct. But then like Marvin Harrison Jr. is just in there. Like this year, it definitely should be like four quarterbacks sitting up there for the Heisman. Like, but here's my thing is like you got like DD Westbrook. DD Westbrook was a Heisman finalist. He had like 1600 yards. Correct. But like are are we just playing off name or like 
definitely name for this scenario. Because I mean, you're looking so, at like, like he's, you're... he's definitely he's definitely worthy of a top five NFL draft pick. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying the stats should not have him there for the Heisman. Which, so I, I, I will say this: I don't know how many people are allowed to vote for like the Bolitnikov and those, but I know it is a lower amount than what it is for the Heisman. For the Heisman, there are 870 voters. Oh. I go out on a and all the voters are split up amongst regions. And I would like to go out on a limb and say that 870 people voting on the Heisman is kind of a lot. And maybe not everybody pays attention to everything going on and maybe just watches some games that are on TV and prime time and this and that. But I bet you, when you're split up regionally, you got a lot of people in the Midwest that are just picking Marvin Harrison on their ballot. And that's how he honestly got on there. And then you've got the people on the West who either have Penix or Bonix, you know, as they're, so they're kind of like splitting as to who's, you know, going to make it. Obviously, Penix makes it. But I think that's how. Marvin Harrison made it this far, personally. Which, I can see that. But, I mean, Odunzie had a better year than Harrison. I mean, Harrison had one more touchdown, but Odunzie had over 200-plus more yards, different things like that. So, like, I think – I don't disagree with Jacob. His stats are not good enough to be there. He's not even the best wide receiver stats wise this year. Well, it's just it's just like the <laughs> receivers that have been Heisman finalists before him have put up like incredible numbers in a season right. to get there. It, but, but that's like, where it, he's there with like a good, but not like amazing season. And that's where I agree with you. And then I also see a guy that's playing on a better team, Odunzie, who has better stats. And he's not there, but for some reason, you know, Harrison's there. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's all name. I mean, obviously, we know that. It's similar to the MVP in the NFL. Name name recognition will will play a little bit of a factor. But honestly, um, it doesn't matter. Jalen Daniels is going to be the Heisman winner. Has to be. Has to be. Jaden should be, yeah. So Jaden, Not Jalen. Did you say Jalen? Because Jalen... Didn't play very much. He's going back to Kansas. Jaden. Right, Jaden. So I've got a question for you. And, and it's something that we, we do every offseason. Uh, coming into the year, we kind of do our coaches on a hot seat. Uh, thoughts on Lincoln Riley being on the hot seat. Coming over from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. Maybe hasn't performed up to expectations thus far. USC's got their name all over the transfer portal. Should for a quarterback, I should say. Think they maybe should spend that money on a quarterback, maybe on a defense. They got a defensive coordinator. Yeah, they did get UCLA's defensive coordinator, which def- UCLA's defense pretty good this year. Probably, I have but, read some, uh, I have read some articles that like offensive and defensive linemen are basically untouchable. Like 
they they are not you can't get them in the portal. I've seen that too, and that's why they're paying out the ass for these like Ivy League linemen and lower mm-hmm. level linemen to come in. And they're they're very mediocre, but they're paying out the ass because they're like such prime position. I, I've seen that. So well, and I've seen some like people hint at like even JUCO linemen that are coming up, like they're getting paid. Yeah. I so I don't think you can just completely turn around their defense, but at the same time, you would think quarterback probably isn't their most pressing need when they just got maybe, borderline. Was was Malachi Nelson a five star? Borderline was. at least. So, he so was a five star. what's the rumors? They're trying to bring in uh, Will Howard, is what I had seen. I believe. Uh, let's see here: Will Howard, Dylan Gabriel, uh, pretty much anybody who's worth a dang as a quarterback. They're they're kind of rumored around, but so to if me, I'm like, USC, if I'm USC and I've got Malachi Nelson, and let's say I can't get any defensive guys, would you rather spend the money to go get another quarterback or pay Zachariah Branch more so he doesn't leave? You know, or you know, <laughs> you supposedly have one of the best quarterback prospects. In, in, in ages, and what would you do win seven games this year? So you're going to go out and pay a Dylan Gabriel who is lesser than Caleb Williams. You're going to go pay a Will Howard lesser than, you know, you, you got Caleb Williams. What are you paying these guys for? Why don't we ride it? Why don't we ride Malachi? I just think, I think Lincoln Riley is what he defense. is. Like, he doesn't care about the defense. His no. offense has to score at this like insane rate. Like it, it was that way at Oklahoma. Like they got to score a ton of points because they know that they're going to give up 35 a game. Well, how about you just score 32 a game and hold the other team to like 25? Yeah. It so makes I sense. think, I think, it, uh, let's see if I can remember this of things that I've said. Uh, I don't think Lincoln Riley gets fired next year, but I think, the year after he's on the hot seat because maybe he doesn't year one in the big 10 doesn't go up is isn't up to snuff for usc standards so i you know he'll be that guy on the hot seat and depending on what they have for a quarterback maybe they go out and try to get another one this or that but yeah that will be that'll be something to watch i I just find it crazy they're going to pay a quarterback for something that could be worse than what they've already had. So, like, whatever. So, in other NCAA news, I just wanted to bring this up. I don't have it on the show sheet. But Duke makes a hire at head coach. Uh, Manny Diaz, defensive coordinator for Penn State. I just want to bring this up because it's very interesting. Manny Diaz, former defensive coordinator for Mario Cristobal. Goes to the ACC. You've got, he used to be at Miami. Now he's at Duke. Also, former defensive coordinator for what other current ACC head coach. Any guesses? 
Davo. Mac Mac Brown. He was fired. He was fired while he was at the University of Texas under Mac Brown. The day after BYU beats number 15 Texas at BYU. Probably don't remember this, but BYU's quarterback was 9 for 26, 129 yards and an interception. But that quarterback ran for 259 yards and three touchdowns. While their running back ran for 182 yards. He was canned the next day. I mean, granted, that quarterback was Taysom Hill and their running back was Jamal Williams, but he was fired the next day. So now you've got Duke's head coach. You got the Duke North Carolina rivalry. And you've got the former defensive coordinator from Mac Brown, now the head coach at Duke. You got Mac Brown, the head coach for North Carolina. You've got Cristobal, the head coach for Miami, who he used to be the head or the defensive coordinator for them. I just can't wait for this, some ACC rivalries. Wait, didn't Diaz also – he was the head coach of Miami too, wasn't he? Was he? Fact he, check before that. Cristobal came on. What's his name, so Manny he, Diaz? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm misspeaking, but I also don't check – I don't trust your fact-checking tweet. Yeah, he was the uh, – I'm pretty sure he was the head coach. Give me two seconds. He used to be the water boy at UNI. You're right. He was the head coach of Miami and then was replaced by Cristobal. Cristobal. So you've yeah. got that. And then uh, what was the other thing that happened? You've got SMU's head coach. Brett Lashley, they go to the, they go to the ACC, and Brett Lashley was the offensive coordinator for Cristobal. No, he was an he was an offensive coordinator for one of the ACC coaches. So the ACC is just this family tree. And I think it'll be really interesting because they kind of they will know each other very very well and know what tendencies and things that they like and this and whatnot. So I think the ACC will be, you know, kind of interesting next year when it comes to like the Miami Duke North Carolina SMU's. So something that was not mentioned, but I wanted to uh, to bring up real quick. Jacob, what do we got for NFL news? So I only wrote down one thing for NFL news, and it happened today, but it's kind of uh, it's funny and crazy. Apparently, Sean McDermott wanted to rile up the team, the Buffalo Bills, and so he wanted to use an example of how you got to come together as, an, as a team. The example he used was the terrorists that hijacked a plane for 9-11. He, he basically was standing in front of his team saying, think about all the planning and how they had to come together to be able to pull that off. I, I Sometimes I just can't believe that people are as tone deaf as they are. Like, he probably wrote this. 
Like mainly NFL coaches. <laughs> did did you hear what one of the players' responses were? Yeah, it was like he was like asking the players, uh, what do you think their biggest ob- obstacle was for these terrorists? And then one of the players was like TSA. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I don't know who it was that said it, but they said it was a uh, a veteran. <laughs> yeah, just sometimes, you know. That's the example. You know, I, I I just kind of feel like sometimes there's not a lot of brains running through the locker room there. Uh, um, also, like, this was four years ago, so we shouldn't chastise him too much. But oh, it was wild. four years ago? Yeah, yeah, it was from 2019. <laughs> oh, I, I don't care then. Yeah, wild that's, comment. Though, like, that's one way. I mean – I don't know if Pizzetti is doing that in the Ankeny Centennial locker room, like talking them up that way. I would think so. Um, but it's a great way. Get Jacob, your... what's the craziest thing Pizzetti said in the locker room? Or Font- uh, Fantana or Fontana? Fantana? What What are Fontana. you looking for? Fanta? I don't know. I don't know. It's all don't a you wanna, wanna Fanta? No. So, uh, Rhett Lashley was an offensive coordinator at Miami under Manny Diaz. That whole regime sucks. So, <laughs> so who who says that SMU goes and gets uh, Riley Leonard? They go get Duke's quarterback. They probably have the money. They do. They oh, do have a lot of money. Yeah. I anyway. I don't know. I I'm excited to watch this transfer portal shake out. I think every week we're going to be talking a little more about who's going where, and if Riley Leonard Leonard ends up at SMU, then more power he to will, him. He will end up at Notre Dame, but we will only talk about people who are currently rostered. But oh, and, and Chad. Seeing as you're the big Notre Dame guy, if you oh. want Riley Leonard, I like early first round picks. <laughs> Who? What? Who are you trading with? Oh, yeah. League news. Fake because team. we we missed last week, we need to do two weeks of recaps here. DTR two weeks ago in week twelve went. 14 and 29 for 134 yards, a touchdown, five rushes for 21 yards, good for 13.46 points. Week 13, uh, he he got a concussion in week 12, so he didn't play. Tanner McKee stats for two weeks. All right. And then Tajay Spears. You know what? I don't even know why we do Tanner McKee. Why did Nate like want to talk about Tanner McKee? Oh, it's because he traded him to Patrick. That's right. Tajay Spears stats. Week 12, two rushes for six yards, one reception for one yard, 1.7 fantasy points. Week 13. Whoa, 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 tweet. Week 13, overtime game. Derrick Henry gets hurt towards the end. 16 rushes, 75 yards, four receptions for 13 yards. Good for 12.8 points. Through 13 weeks, the Traylon Burks versus Tajay Spears touchdown counter is still 0 to 1, has not changed since week four. <laughs> it's still 0 to 1? Man, 
These are elite numbers. Uh, is Traylon even playing yet? He's played he like is. one quarter. No. <laughs> He is. Jacob, Jacob what do you what do you feel? How do you feel about Traylon Burks? It's complicated. I just traded for him in another league. <laughs> he he will never give up. He's never gonna give up. Hey, I will. Jalen Rager. I didn't get a. I'm not watching any of the game. But I got him for a second. So I mean, that's that's worth it. Jalen Rager season right now, right? I mean, yep. There's. No, coming into the game, he had like 11 targets, three catches for 33 yards. And then tonight, I mean, all the all the Patriots wide receivers are hurt. Like he he's thrust it into the lineup. This this he has one target, zero yards. (laughs) Kind of like his career stat line, very similar. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, Jalen. Hmm. Or Burks. I mean, All kind of both them. right now. Yeah. Definitely Jalen. Like, Jalen. Burks has asthma. That's his problem, I think. I mean, Burks has just been, like, hurt. He's been dinged oh. up, like. Well, yeah, he's been dinged anyways, up. Anyways. He's also had asthma. He's just got a lot of things wrong with him. I don't think he ever actually had asthma. I think they just told people that. I think he's had <laughs> All right. No trades. What? No trades. Still stuck at 67 for the year. Week. We So we missed last week, so we've got to talk about the championship. And uh, the, what? the. Yep. And uh, then we've also got to talk about the the third place game. So the third place game. Overlooked underdogs. We got Nate versus Corey. Nate wins this one 232.36 to 229.72. Corey had good games from Bo Nix, but Salter did not come to play, only 14.48 points, while Dylan Gabriel had 41.6 for Nate. Nate also had Travis Hunter with 24.7. Jalen Polk went like missing for like three weeks. He had zero points in this one. Marcus Carroll had seven points. Frank Gore Jr., though, 24.4 points. And Blake Watson for 29.4. Corey had LaDainian Webb, who didn't play. And he also had Jalen White for Georgia Southern, who didn't play. So he had two guys who scored him zero points and barely lost. Nate, consider yourself lucky. You got your money back. Uh, I'll be reaching out to you as to... Do you want to reinvest in the league, or do you want that money back? Then we've got Tweet versus Chad. This one, Chad wins 331.2 to 274.76. Excuse me. Uh, Big Phoenix Energy, 17.26 points. Sam Hartman, 18.3. Jalen, Jaden Daniels, sorry, Jaden Daniels with 45.4 points. Uh, Golden Domers just had consistent play uh, from the quarterback with Seth Hennigan, Will Howard, Cam Ward. Oh, transfer portal, transfer portal. Okay. 
Kyrie uh, Vidal had a down week with 12.9 points. Judkins came to play. Burden kind of not really playing up to par here in the championship for you. Roma Dunze with 33.3 points. Played a lot of Florida State who, uh, you know, they were fine. Trey Benson found the end zone three times. Blake Quorum did his thing. Devin Neal did great. Uh, yeah, cowing. Carolina. That's my problem. Luke McCaffrey. Uh, Golden Domers just had more from the quarterback position and estimate. Omari and Hampton, 5.9 points. Wally had estimate with uh, 47.8 points. So that was, you know, big there. Tweet gets second. He put he invests a lot into that college side. He was winning. He did not win. He's a loser. Chad's our champion. Tweet, anything you want to say to our champion? Who? Fuck Chad. All right. I, I'm coming, coming in strong next year. He's no champion. He's not a champion. Won't ever be a champion. I don't know who a champion is. I'm the champion. He's not the champion. No champion. I'm the champion. All I've got to say, Tweet, is after this year, Kirby Spart knows how I feel. You know, back-to-back champion and then, you know, doesn't win another championship. I mean, Kirby Spart now knows how I feel. Jacob, NC or NFL recap. We missed last week. I don't care if you recap it or not. You do you. What do you want to talk about? Honestly, like this podcast is going a little bit long. So I think uh, my advice is everybody in our league should go onto the sleeper app and they can hit the little carrot to go back a week and you can look for yourselves. Did I win? Let me check real quick. You... All right, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> you lost by 100. Yeah, okay. Well, there's your recap. Um, yeah, Ian's team's been playing pretty well. He put up 182, and you put up 84. <laughs> That's that pretty good. It's pretty terrible. 2-0 was on a bye. Question, whose team on the NFL side is better? Tim? Or Ian? Ian. We don't have any power rankings, so let's just do let's just do it live. We'll do it live. Let's look at record. Let me get myself. Ten and three. Ian's nine and four. Tim scored twenty more points than Ian. I guess I'll go Ian. Ian plays Brett this week. Jacob, you play Grim or Tim. Mm-hmm. If you beat Tim and Ian beats Brett, they would have the same record. But Ian would have to score like 20.1 points more than Tim this week to get that first round by. As we, do it. Yeah, as we've always said, um, records matter more than points and except for when points matter more than records. So even though that Ian has less points and a worse record, Ian's better. (laughs) 
Yes. Um. So, okay, I guess, I'm, I guess I'm doing recaps now. Somehow Brett's team scored 184 points. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> the, fighting, mean, the fighting Tyreek Hills? The fighting Tyreeks. It's like, yeah, once in a blue moon, that team is just uh, Tyreek, Joe Mixon, and that's it. My team's competing with Corey's. Your team scored 80. We we started so many people tweet. We started and you 13. Scored, and you scored 84. That means what's the so average? People listening. People listening. We've, we started quarterback, a super flex, three wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, and five flex. And tweet puts up 84.68 in full PPR. This is amazing. You lose by about 100. Jeez. I only had like four dudes get zeros. Out here starting that's more than other weeks, right? Out, out here starting Cedric Wilson and Royce Friedman and three tight ends. You said Sometimes two was I on a buy, and he was not Sometimes on a buy. I play five tight ends because I have them. Call All my right, team tight end city. Then we have. Patrick versus Nate. Patrick wins. Both teams kind of stunk it up. Then we have Luke versus uh, the college champion, Chad. Definitely not the NFL champion, huh? (laughs) Not even close. Oh, how embarrassing. Chad put up 118 points, and Luke's team's been on a tear like the last five weeks, and he put up another like 270-point week. Oh, man. <laughs> Hopefully yeah, those five guys on Chad's team can help migrate to his NFL roster and boost it up a little bit. Can well, it depends on how car insurance is. Yeah, that's true. What'd you say, Tweet? Can Luke's team lose? Oh, yeah, I've got no doubt. Jacob is you, a sleeping you won 12, I think you won 12 in a row. Uh, I believe it's 11. 11 in a row. I mean, I feel like it tells you how many you won. And it literally says right there, 11 in a row. It's 11 in a row, and you've scored 400 more points than any other team. And that's thanks to you guys. Glad I'm just not hoarding quarterbacks like some of us. Yeah. I was told that's what I would do. We need. I was told that we need a roster limit on how many quarterbacks we can hold when this whole thing first started. You even I care about the NFL, though? Don't even care about it. Haven't even looked at it. I literally barely even set a lineup week to week. I do have a question for you guys. Thoughts on a potential, I don't know, if I want to say rule change or or – Something interesting. Can I, can I recap my big win? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. You can recap your huge win. All right. I played Corey this week. Corey, you scored 87 points. So, yeah, you and Tweet are like in the same boat here. Beat the but bear. By three. My team's back to scoring close to like 200 each week. So, that's good. That feels good. I still got Justin Jefferson coming back at some point, hopefully. This week, he's back this week. 
We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Wait, is that Coach O as your avatar? What? I I haven't been on this app for a hot minute, clearly, because you got Coach O. I had two team name changes this last week. Dang. I had I had um my team name was truly humbled under God. Yep. And then we changed it recently to Great in all caps, Coach, and it's a picture of Coach O. Because we know how coaching, it's not the only thing, but it really is the only thing that yep. matters in football. Systems, coaching, not players. Players are replaceable, dime a dozen. This is me so, being sarcastic for people listening. I am not a coach fan. So, Coach O. Coach O is cool. Tweet, tweet, Jacob, what are your thoughts on if you have a college player and they are on your roster come voting season and you have, you know, the Bolitnikoff winner, the Doak Walker winner, the Heisman winner, you get an extra waiver pickup come the next year on the college side. I like that. Can we like do that now? Because I got the off. <laughs> but I'm in. I was very close to getting the doke too with Jonathan uh, Brooks. Brooks. Who, who just, won the doke? Just a thought. And the Heisman with Jaden Daniels. Because if that was the case, I wouldn't the have tried it. But but then you could you know that could. I'm thinking like oh that would be kind of a fun thing to like help. Either make sure you, people retain those people to make sure that they go over, or you know they get that because that's a valuable yeah. thing. Um, or you know you're selling them and you can sell them for a little extra because you know then you know somebody might be getting an extra waiver pickup, whatever. Um, but that was like just that. something I was I had thought about, and I was like, ah, I'll I'll ask, and and maybe it's something that we bring up, you know, to the whole the whole league that might be something fun and it's kind of random and you know it favors those people who identify talent top I mean, in this talent. time we gotta we gotta start adding coaches because you know there's a guy that would probably have phil parker as his defensive coordinator on his team and he won the best assistant coach award and so you kind of feel like you gotta add coaches to this mix right jacob no, not at all. But um, we're not adding coaches. No, I do like the idea though no. that maybe it's not for like we would have to decide which awards we're gonna like award a waiver wire pickup for. Yeah, but it would be fun to like like there's guys out there that I want on my team right now on the waiver wire. So it's like okay, if I hit the John Mackey for the best tight end award, then I get an extra waiver wire, and then I'm not trading that tight end. Like he's more valuable now because then the waiver pick goes to someone else if they really need it or want it. Do you do so? Question, be kind of like, okay, Kev, does Kev, it, does it, is it after the year end and you get to pick him up like out in between I think the draft? So. I think and, pre-draft after yeah. the year ends, and then like okay, little bonus. Malik Neighbors wins the Bolitnikov, right? 
if you want Malik neighbors, you have to pay for his value in terms of like him as a fantasy asset. But then you also need to pay for the waiver pickup of maybe a Kevin Concepcion, which who's just sitting out there right now. Yeah, I mean, those are my I, thoughts. I think it would be fun. I like it being I, in between the season and in the draft because then you have free reign of that extra pick or two or three or however many you end up getting because you had those guys. Like, well, let's and, be real. And, like, and I would say you have was, to make your pick up just before the draft starts. Like that. That's the only. But I I wanted to bring it up because I thought it'd be kind of fun because it's something that you can't plan for. Like you can think of who's good and whatnot, but you don't really know who's gonna be at the end of the year. Who this like person the guys is in or... the Doke Walker contention? None of those guys you probably would have thought were gonna be the Doke Walker guys this year. Schrader, uh, Oklahoma State's boy, and then Omari and Hampton. Gordon. Yeah, no. yeah. Nobody would have picked. You gave me a list. You'd be, you'd be coming in going Braylon Allen, Quinshawn yeah. Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And then, you know, and then yeah. those guys, you would probably people would believe that and that would be value. And then, you know, that trade turns out because you overpaid and you got something out of it. Or I, I don't know. Jonathan Brooks, you trade that. Jonathan Brooks get hurt. You know, it, I, I think it would be a fun wrinkle. I like people that. who actually listen to the podcast. Feel free to uh, say if you like it or not. But uh, I don't remember when we actually vote on rules and whatnot. But it might be something fun, and we can. I don't think we should start do it, it for like every award. Right. No. It's gonna it would be just like, be like skill. It would just be like skill. Like it's gotta be like Bolitnikov, Bolitnikov, Mackey, Doke Walker. Then we could maybe do Heisman because that's probably going to be quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Yeah, like we don't need. That's a that's a fair chance. We don't, we don't need like the award for player guy who had four point GPA. Would you say tweet? That's a fair chance for four different teams to get a a uh, an extra player like the ledge. It could it could very well work out in certain people's favors. Yeah, you may have three of the four, but there's years I guarantee you it would be four different teams will get to pick up one different player. So, anyways, again, just something I thought about. Thought it'd be fun. Bear, we don't have any power rankings, so it's it's up to you. The week before the playoffs for the NFL side. I, I just found out that it's playoff time. I actually just opened the sleeper app for the first time this year. Um, turns out I've won 11 in a row. What are our picks? My power rankings are. Oh, you now you're doing power rankings. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Hey, can you power rank the college side for us real quick? College side. <laughs> Tweet number one. <laughs> Jacob number two. You got it. Yeah. Baron Bell, number one and number two. Sorry, guys. That's that's it? That's all there is? Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a jumble between and Chad's at six. 
Who? Chad. Chad. He's at six. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know who that guy is. All right. This week, I'm going to go off the chains. Oh, Looking at a seeing that I've scored 37 points with three players already play and a quarterback is one of them, I'm picking Chad. <laughs> um, so Chad's going to beat me because, you know, we, we, we give a new name to the old cellar dwellers, if you know what I'm saying. How do you feel about the Jordan Love trade now? You felt great about it a few weeks ago. How, would you, how do you feel now? I mean, at first, obviously, like, Ian felt like shit, and I felt great. Now Ian's feeling great, and I don't feel bad. Like, I still got Luther. I got Ott. I I mean... You finished second on the NCAA side. I, I have no idea who you're talking about. Um... Honestly, I wasn't competing on the NFL side, so like, you no know, kidding. you gotta, you gotta tear. I was, I was doing, I was gonna win the same amount of games with these guys as I was gonna win without them. So, I don't think it hurt me that bad. Um, Ian was probably pretty sketched out, pretty hardcore out the gates uh, because he got Jordan Love and then he sucked for like three weeks. But he's playing good, really good now. So. He might have got the win on that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what Ott does and what Burden does, pro wise. So, but uh, anywho, Luke versus Nate. This old college rivalry, you know, really brings you back. Brings you back to the dorms at the BV. Those are the Beavas, the Beavas, as they call them. Um, big rivalry. Uh, Reminds me of like hanging out in the dorms, just drinking with Luke and and Nate and Treg and and Smith, just like playing connections and fucking Ooh. fucking Nate up. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Luke's gonna fuck Nate up. Looks like uh, Belleville had a had a five dollar bet that uh, paid paid off. Or I mean, maybe it's Tim's. It's Tim. Tim does a lot of parlays. All the parlays. You know, there's a problem. You, I don't know. I try to stay away from gambling for the most part. I put $25 in for the year. Once it's gone, it's gone. I usually lose it all, but I just hit $170 bet here on a sucker parlay because I had a really good read on this uh, Steelers Patriots game. <laughs> yeah, because that's what everybody can read is that game. <laughs> Had the Bailey Zappy over 157 and a half yards. Had Zeke going over 60 and a half yards. Had an anytime touchdown for Mitch Trubisky. And the over on Mitch Trubisky passing yards of 181 and a half. Wow. Hit it. Now, Mitch Trubisky, with like four minutes left in the game, had 120 yards. So I thought I for sure lost. Garbage time. Gotta love it. Yep. Now my kids can eat. Yeah. We're getting better than ramen noodles this week. It's Kraft Mac and Cheese, kids. <laughs> it's high V Mac and Cheese. High V, excuse me. Got to go with that. We actually that. did make that tonight. <laughs> nice. You put little weenies in it? No. 
I give them good. chicken nuggets and mac and cheese, like any good father would. Well, that's good. All right, tweet. Sorry, we, we've we've gone off the chains with your picks. Go ahead, yeah. finish them up. We're running late, but you know, yeah. you know, this is what the this is what the audience wanted. We missed a week. We we owe them a little overtime. Yep. And what overtime brings me is Patrick versus Corey. My God, this could be a more of a turd game than a turd can be turd. Uh, give me Patrick, unfortunately. Ian versus Brett. Does Brett score 200 randomly? Does Ian score what he normally does? Brett's got Baker playing Atlanta. That could be bad. But give me Ian because Ian's pushing for the playoffs. He's going to get it. He's going for the number two seed. Jacob and and Grim. This is the matchup everyone wants. We've got the the hater matchup this week. This yeah. This is hater versus hated. Um. Wow. Do you trust Justin Fields? Can he throw the ball more than five yards? Can he do anything this week? Nope. Or do you trust Lamar Jackson, who just went questionable? Not really sure why. Um, Bad shelf. I, I think that if Grimm doesn't play Mac Jones, he's a fraud. Or and therefore, what about, what about Mason Rudolph, the guy who picks up? Doesn't even play I mean, him. He should have played one of the two. I think he's a fraud for not playing his guy, Mac, and therefore I'm picking Jacob to win because he can't he can't play his top tier quarterback. Jacob, you need to play CJ Beathard and prove a point. So I'm just looking back and I got some bad news for Tim. He better he better come ready this week because between the college side and the NFL side, I'm undefeated against Tim's. This year, I've got Tim's number. Ah, ooh, I can feel the burn. You know he's not going to like that. He'll pretend like it doesn't even bother him. Doesn't doesn't bother me. You, yeah. If anybody being undefeated against him would bother him, it's definitely me. Do you want to know what? Do you want to know what this tells me? Hmm. You have better coaching. You're you're a much better coach, which therefore your your strategy's better, and you're running the right plays, and and you're just playing better as a team because of your coaching abilities. So, I think you're probably right. Yep. Math adds up. Well. That's it. It was great have uh, getting the the boys back together this week. The boys are back in town. All right. Well, that'll do it for us this week. We will be back next week. We got the NFL playoffs coming. Don't forget. Hey, Tim, you're going up against Jacobs. So you're going to need a little bit of advice. Start your studs, and Jacob. 
Don't hate the player. Hate the game. And I'm Triple H. Good night. See ya. Rawr! The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. <laughs>